Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Again, we've been talking about knowing God's voice, responding, testing, learning how to hear from him. And a lot of that is how we approach the supernatural realm. And again, there's three realms of reality. And this is just how I'm approaching it. This is my framework. If you know it a different way and it's working for you, I have no problem with that. Now, what do I mean by is it working for you? Does what you believe bring you into a greater rest and dependence in your relationship with God? Are you growing in confidence that you're hearing him clearly? Are you being healed from the inside by God? Not you trying harder to change or to fix yourself or to just get over it or to be so busy you don't notice it. But do you see him at work in your life? Are you entering into a greater rest? And yet, are you also excited by what God is doing in your life and in the lives of those around you? Do you look forward to every day just to see what the Lord has in store for you? I don't care how you get there. But get there. Don't settle for anything less than knowing God. Being changed, conformed. Enjoying the kingdom now. Enjoying eternal life now. So the framework we're working with, like the three realms of reality, And what we're going to be talking about next are the eight steps to experiencing the supernatural. These are just guidelines. It's a starting point. Whatever works for you is what's important for you because everything we're we're looking to do is to bring you back to asking God. Try what we're saying, but then take it to God. And if he says, no, this is not for you at this time, and then you test that, yes or no, Lord, is this you? And remember, there's two voices that speak to the sheep, the butcher and the shepherd. 
You want to hear the shepherd. That's the Lord. Because sometimes the devil will will lie. I mean, he'll, when you ask, Lord, is that you? He'll step in and say, yes, it's me. But you'll be able to tell, no, you're the butcher. And sometimes you may need to go farther down. You may need to go down a trail to find out, you know, maybe that wasn't the Lord I heard. And that's how you learn. That we, we learn far more from our mistakes than we do from getting things right. So never criticize yourself or put yourself down or think God is putting you down for missing him, for misunderstanding. We're in this process. We're learning. And that's what's important. It's not how often you have to try things to get it, you know, quote, unquote, right. It's are you depending on him to teach you? God has a path for you, and he wants you to hear him clearly. So as we're, we're approaching certain concepts from a, a hopefully a, an objective perspective so that you can take what we're talking about, try it yourself. Does this make sense for you? You can then take that to the Lord, and that's really the goal. Remember that the Lord knows your spirit fully now. You are one with God spiritually, but your soul and your body are not. They're in varying degrees of connection with God through your spirit. But God's goal for you is that you would be one spirit, soul, and body, connected into him through your spirit. When you were born again, you were re-spirited. You got a new spirit. But your soul was not automatically reunited with your spirit. Because remember, God created us the way we are to function, we are to get our life from our soul, is to get our, its life from our spirit. But until we, be, we became born again, we, until we were re-spirited, our soul did not, could not access any life from our spirit because our spirit had died. We were born dead in our spirit. Now our soul is in the process of being reunited with our spirit. And this is what God is in charge of. This is his task. This is his job in our lives. Through this process, he gives us our soul. You know, most of us live out of our soul and our body. You know, what you're looking, what you see, that's your body. What, how you interpret it is your soul. When you put meaning to it, it's your soul. 
I don't mean, okay, I'm looking at a tree, it's a green tree. That's not meaning. That's literal. But, okay, when you see a green tree, it must mean that God is saying that there's something great for me coming. No. We, your soul is, has been interpreting your life on its own terms. Your soul has been lying to you and misinterpreting and doing whatever's necessary to maintain control. Your, your soul has its own agenda. Now, God gave you your soul, so he's not holding it against you that it has its own agenda. But your soul, which is your mind, your will, and emotions, wants to maintain control and prevent you getting hurt. And those two things are very closely tied together for it, for your soul. So because of that, because it doesn't want you to get hurt, it doesn't want to get hurt anymore, and it wants to main, maintain control so that it doesn't, you don't get hurt anymore, it doesn't like change. And now your spirit is now one with God. And your spirit is saying, okay, I have life for you now. You don't need to maintain control. You don't need to fear being hurt. Because even if you're hurt, you're going to be hurt. I will heal you. I'm here for you. I'm going to teach you and lead you and provide everything you need for, to meet all your needs for love, for acceptance, for, for value, every possible need. I have ready to meet those needs. And your soul says, I don't think so. Your soul might say, okay, well, let's do a little test. I'm going to give you the okay to move in this little area over here. Now, that may or may not be an area God wants to move in. And he's not really prone to accepting dictates from our soul. Your soul may say, I'm going to give you the okay to be working over here, but I'm going to maintain my kingdom over the rest of the soul. God says, "Uh uh-uh, it doesn't work that way. I'm going to do what I want to do. And you can join me, or you can put up a fight. Either way, I'm going to be king over the soul through your spirit. He's going to have his way. And as we start to enjoy him, we start to cooperate with him with more understanding. Again, whether we understand what he's doing or not, he's going to do what he wants to do. Now, so far, the only perfect people we've ever had on this earth are Adam and Eve and Jesus. That's it. And Adam and Eve are in their class by themselves because they 
were were innocent. They had never had to choose anything other than being with God. They they could not appreciate him. They were childlike and childish. And God knew that something about being childlike and innocent and unappreciative was not good for the human race. So he created a situation where they would be separated from him so they could learn something about their nature, about God, and about what life was like without him. And through this process, remember, God doesn't, time doesn't mean anything to God. And in this sense, in our spirit, time doesn't mean anything to our spirit. You are eternal right now in your spirit. You have eternal life. But through this process, we each individually learn God's ways, his character, how he does things, we relearn how to live as a spirit being in appreciation of who God is. Being grateful for the life he's given us. Adam and Eve couldn't do that because they already had life. They always had life. They had no idea what it was like to not have eternal life and the presence of God, and all their needs fulfilled. But you and I were in the process of regaining what they lost. Now, Jesus is a whole other ball of wax. He was one with God. And yet still had to come to earth and learn everything we have to learn. He, was, he went through all the life experiences that you and I go through. But in one area, he didn't go through the same experience. Because his soul, when he was born, his spirit was alive because his father was God. So you and I were born body and soul and dead in our spirit. Jesus was born body and soul, alive in his spirit. Now he still had to overcome the world system. He still had to come overcome the devil in in his natural human body. He had to overcome those enemies. But he didn't go through the process of having his soul reunited with spirit. He didn't go through it, but through his actions, he made it possible for you and I to go through that process of having our spirit return to us and our soul reunited with our spirit. Now, for most of us, that's taking a really long time. 
And I just suspect that what we don't get done here on this earth during our short period of time here, we'll, we'll just pick it up in whatever's next and continue the process. There's something so valuable about the process that God wants us to, to finish. In other words, I don't think when we die we go to heaven and sit around and play harps and, and read from the Bible and clean our mansions. I think we have a whole nother challenge ahead of us. And just as I think before we were, were here on this earth, we were somewhere else, having an experience, learning things, learning about God, learning about how we function as a spirit. Now, that's just because I think God is so creative. I don't think it's a one-shot deal. I think he's always creating new. He's always building. He's always got something else up his sleeve. But if we can get on the same page as him and understand what his purpose is for us, is to know him and cooperate where we can with what he's doing in reuniting our soul and spirit, that's how we enter into that rest. And that's how he can then have the most freedom to accomplish what he wants in the, in the time and in the process that's best for us. That's why we, we say so often he's got a unique path for each one of us. Because he made each one of us, our soul is different, our body is different, our history is different, and he did that intentionally. So though we can compare our experiences one with another and encourage one another, it always comes back to what is God saying to you, what is he doing in you, and enjoying him. And resting in him. We, especially with so much of what's going on now, we want to fix things. We want to change things. And we easily fall into the, the, the idea that we should be doing something. We should be, God has us here for a reason. What's that reason? We should be doing something. As Christians, we should be standing up for this, that, and the other thing. And there's a lot of things absolutely not so much as spirit beings, but because as soulical beings we know we have a conscience and we can tell what's right from wrong, and we should be responding to that. But also recognizing the restraints of our government, our law, our relationship to how things work with one another, but those are not spiritual concepts. Those are supernatural, solical, and even natural concepts. This is why we, we come back to the three realms of reality. And this is a, a, a phrase and an approach that I've come up with just to give us a starting point. Those three realms of reality are the spiritual realm, the supernatural realm, and the natural realm. And we have a problem of confusing the spiritual and the supernatural when they are really two different things. 
So what you're you're listening to me with your natural ears and you're seeing things with your natural eyes. Those are not supernatural senses or spiritual senses. But you have supernatural senses. And if you've been born again, you also have spiritual senses. It is God's desire for you that all of your senses be functioning accurately. As we take on that that challenge, this is just, again, one way to approach returning to a spirit, soul, and body reunion. This just gives us a, you know, a ladder or something to hold on to that part of the pathway, part of the map, the guideline, the guideposts to tell how we're doing. There's nothing constraining us except for what our soul believes. You already have in your spirit everything you need for life and godliness. You have eternal life available now in your spirit. You can raise the dead right now. You can fly right now. There's nothing there's nothing tying you to the natural or the supernatural realms other than the restrictions of your soul not being joined to your spirit. But it's all available. And we really have no idea what it would be really like to be spirit, soul, and body other than the example of Jesus Christ. He is our big brother. The relationship he has with God, with Father, is our relationship. It's the same relationship. We are co-inheritors and joint heirs. And he had complete authority and power over the natural realm. And he had complete power and authority over the supernatural realm. Likewise, you and I have that same power and authority over the natural and the supernatural realm. This is not based on your gifts or your anointing or the ministry God has called you to. This is based on the way God made each one of us, spirit, soul, and body. So we've been focusing on, okay, how do I learn this? And we start with, yes, learn it. It's just something, it's like riding a bike. You have to put in some effort, but there's no reason not to. You may skin your knee, your knee. it may hurt a little bit, but keep on trying. It'll be worth it. You'll enjoy it. You know, when we learn to swim, that's something we can learn how to do. When we learn, you know, learn French, learn another language, it's something we do. And it, it inc- starts to incorporate different parts of our being. When we start to swim, just the whole idea of, okay, if we do this right, we won't drown. Well, that, that's great. Or riding our bike, if we do this right, we'll stop falling so often. That's how you know you're doing it right, is you're not falling as often. And you're beginning to enjoy it. So... 
kind of that's where we're at is try learning some of these things. Try, you know, perceiving in the supernatural, asking the Lord. We've been talking a lot about making yourself available in the night seasons and other times and just increasing your awareness. Remember, he's always present with you. Always. He's right there with you right now. He's speaking to you. His presence is real and right there with you right now. And he's ministering to you and changing you and healing you right now. You don't need to be aware of it, but he wants you to be. He wants you to know what he's doing. He wants you in on it just because he loves you, not because he needs your permission, but because he enjoys you. He likes you, your friends, and he wants you to be joining him in everything he's doing. So as we spend time with him, how he presents your soul and your body may be different than how he presents the challenge of reunion to someone else. Someone may, this may be, you know, out in the left field where God wants to deal with, with somebody, and he may be wanting to deal with you in the right field. That's fine. We're all in this together, and yet we all have our own path. So as we start approaching the supernatural realm, how you even perceive your supernatural senses may be hard to put down in words. What's the best way to describe his presence? I just know he's present. I can sense his presence, his manifest, his real presence. When he speaks to you, what does it sound like? I don't know, but I know it's him, and I can hear. And, some, and he will speak to you in different ways. And part of our problem and our challenge is trying to find a way to describe something that we don't have words for. It's like trying to describe chocolate chocolate chip ice cream to someone who's never even had ice cream. Or how do you describe snow to someone who's never experienced snow? It's one thing to see it on a video or understand the, the chemistry behind it, But to actually be in a snowfall is totally different. So next week, going into this next week, ask the Lord to put you in those experiences. And don't worry about understanding them. Ask him after. Just let him happen. And have an increased awareness throughout the day. Even set your alarm and just spend half a minute, 30 seconds. The Lord is present. Lord, what's going on? Lord, I recognize you're here with me. Or just take a nice deep breath. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Okay, Lord, what's what's here? What's up? Do you have anything to say? And just throughout, what you're doing is you're learning to turn 
both your body and your soul to what's going on in your spirit that he wants to reveal to you. It may be something that he's already talked to you about and he's just going to continue that conversation. It may be something he's preparing you for. He may be alerting you about something. You know, he's going to train you and teach you in the way that you need to go. He's a good parent. He's a good papa. He knows what you need. And whatever he has for you today or tomorrow or the day after, you will be ready. And he knows about the things you're afraid of, and he knows the things you don't want to give up. That doesn't matter to him. Because he's gonna he's not trying to scare you, but he will teach you so you're not afraid. He doesn't want you to be afraid. So he's gonna teach you so it's not just oh overcoming the fear and doing it anyway. But he sneaks things in and he finds a way to teach you because he wants you confident. He wants you confident that he loves you, that he's going to take care of you, and that he's not going that he's got your back. He's not going to leave you on your own. So we're going to go into eight steps. And um, also just as a reminder, I've been told I don't say this enough, a lot of what we're talking about, the basis of it, is in three books that are available on the website at therainersclub.org, including these eight steps. Again, we're going to go into greater depth in the radio. We always do. We talk about a little bit more current topics. But do drop by if you're interested at therainersclub.org. The three books are available there. And also visit the Facebook, The Rainers Club on Facebook. And we have a blog on the uh, website as well. Again, you can always drop me a line at diane at therainersclub.org or through Blog Talk Radio. We'll be going through the eight steps next week. Start there. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.